something that uh, ministers to my heart. And if we could stand to testify, speak of the goodness of the Lord. That's wonderful that we could do so. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. And I'm glad we're all here today. Hallelujah. Get myself set up here. Amen. Praise God. I thought I heard rain coming down, so I was wondering about that. I don't see nothing outside. Maybe it's inside. I don't know. Yeah. Just like I, I had, I, if you notice, I was looking out the window. I'm thinking, what in the world? And I noticed the sun went down, and I thought, I didn't move in that quickly, but I didn't know nothing out there. Okay. All righty. But we need an outpouring of the Spirit. Amen. Every time we come in here, we need a we need a renewing. Every time. Praise God. We need to experience Him. And if if we experience Him to the fullest, I believe we'll find out that we can maintain. God will give us. The means to, amen, to overcome, to face our our trials, even to face temptation and adversity. So give us that strength. And through all the times that we've ever congregated in this place and, and all the times any of us has ever shared a testimony, even a word, and the teaching, the ministry of the word, it's all for your benefit. It's all for your benefit. And if you, if you really attend to the things of God, you'll find out that Everything that he brings to us is exactly what we need to hear. And whatever counsel he gives, whatever direction. Did you know that wisdom and knowledge come by his word? And so he, he speaks to us and he, he gives us the insight that we need. And uh, I, I couldn't tell you how many times... I couldn't tell you how many times I've heard people say, I was just talking about that the other day. And I was praying about it, and here, you know, it was preached. Well, God knows your heart. If that's not an indication that God is hearing and God sees, of course, the Bible says He knows and He sees all things. And, and, that would that would uh, actually help us to understand that uh, he is basically he's on the scene 
He's right here with you and I. And it doesn't stop here. When we leave, he goes with us. Praise God. He's with us wherever we go. So, But we need to, to understand uh, very carefully that we need to do what we can to seek God, to take advantage of every opportunity that we are given. Uh, you read in the book of Acts in chapter 17, and you read about what happened when they were there in uh, Macedonia. And the people that they ministered to, Paul ministered to in Berea. You find out that the Bible says that these people were, were more noble than any of the others. It's talking about the other places that Paul preached at. Because they searched the scripture. They searched the scripture. So obviously whatever Paul preached, it must have made some kind of impact of, you know, in them. Probably stirred up their spirit, stirred up their heart to where they thought, you know, I need to, I need to check this out. And so, in, in other words, it just it motivated them to, to go deeper into the Word of God. And back then, they didn't have the Bible as we have it today. They had the Old Testament. And of course, anybody that was a Gentile trying to get a hold of the Word of God back then, there were, we talked about uh, challenges and obstacles here's the thing we, we talk about that challenges and obstacles things that stand in our way to really try to get closer to God and here were Gentiles who didn't have ready access to the scripture so they had to go to a place where they could try to somehow maybe gain friendship with somebody probably a Jew and, and try to inquire about the Word of God. Can you imagine that? But if it seemed like too much of a... Uh, 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 how could I say it? If it was too difficult, if it was too complicated, if it was too hard, do you think that people probably would have just said, you know, why am I doing this if I can't access the Word? You know, we read it in the New Testament, and we read things like that, and we think, wow... Obviously, they must have went to the Bible bookstore and bought themselves a nice King James Version and <laughs> sat down and read it. No, that's, that's, it, it wasn't that way back in that day. They had to somehow find a way, find a means where they could search the Scriptures. And whatever, whatever they had to do, you know what? The Bible tells me that they must have done it because they, that's what it says, they were more noble. And we have Bibles sitting on our end tables and, a, and on our shelves and in all places in the house and they're a little bit dust covered. And, huh? Every once in a while they're picked up. Every once in a while they're fingered through. Woo! Hallelujah. Every once in a while we'll look at it from where we're sitting and we get 
we get the unction to go and pick it up and open it up and read it, but all of a sudden, guess what happens? It just seems that quick that desire is lost. So what do we do? We just go, oh, well, as long as it's sitting there on my shelf, I'll be all right. <laughs> if that's your relationship with your Bible, I'm, I'll be praying for you. Hallelujah. And I'm not trying to step on anybody's toes. Please don't get me wrong. Please don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to offend anybody. Every time I step behind this pulpit, I, I don't come with the with the thinking or with the you know just to get up here and say I'm I'm going to try to get as many people mad at me as I can. <laughs> Praise God! I, I, I it, that's not on my mind. Somebody mentioned the burden, what they feel in this place, and I and that's what I'm tuned into. I'm 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 feeling after the Spirit. And I want the Spirit to, to lay on my heart. And I know what God already wants me to do. I just want, and I don't want to do it until He says, okay. You, you, have my, you have my blessing. Go ahead and let the Spirit lead you. So I do everything I can in my power and, and to try to be obedient and, and try not to, you know, somehow deviate from God's will. Amen. I want to be in God's will. Amen. And, and so that you can somehow, by the grace of God, you can receive something. You can receive something. God can impart something to you. God, guess what? God wants to bless you this evening. Amen. How many of you believe that? Amen. God wants to bless you Amen. mightily. Yes. Hallelujah. And, and that's why that's why we're here. We're, we're here for that purpose. We're here for that purpose so that he can bless us. And that we can we can draw nearer to him. Hallelujah. Like James said, draw nigh unto God and he will draw nigh unto you. Hallelujah. We find that. that to me, that's a... The law of, how, how would you say it? The scientific law of uh, reciprocation. reciprocation, action. Amen. 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 If, you, if you make the move, guess what? God's going to make the move. Right. Yeah. Huh? Right. Sometimes we're, we're holding back. Guess what? God will not force himself upon you. So if you're not making a move toward him, guess what? He's just going to hold back. But here's the good thing about God. When you are in need, even though you don't make a move toward Him, He's merciful enough to keep you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So here we are. You turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Exodus chapter 38. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Exodus 
Exodus 38. <clears throat> When we're done with that, uh, there's actually two scriptures I want to uh, use. Exodus 38, verse number 8. And, and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll let you go right now. Put your finger right there because we're going to read that here very shortly. Go all the way into the New Testament in the second book of Corinthians chapter 13. Stick your fingers right in that chapter, wherever the page is where chapter 13 is. We'll read a scripture verse out of chapter 13 once we're finished reading this. And uh, hallelujah. We're just going to let the Lord have his way this evening. Amen. If that's all right with Amen. you. And uh, this is what it says. Exodus 38. And he made the labor of brass. And the foot of it of brass, of the looking glasses, of the women assembling, which assembled at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. Amen. And he made the labor of brass and the foot of it of brass, of the looking glasses, of the women assembling, which assembled at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. Okay, now I'll go over to Second Corinthians chapter three. No, thirteen. Excuse me. Praise God. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Second Corinthians 13, verse number 5. Look what it says. Second Corinthians 13, verse number 5. It says, examine yourselves. Whether you be in the faith, prove your own selves. Knowing not your own selves, how that Jesus Christ is in you, except ye be reprobates. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Amen, Lord. Put your hand upon us this evening, Lord. Let your word have free course in this place. God, minister to our hearts, quicken us, lift us up, that we may abide with you. Give us ears to hear, eyes to see, in our hearts, Lord, that we can be converted unto you. I pray, God, that we can, amen, Lord, that we can receive your engrafted word, which is able to save us. So minister unto us, O Lord, and give us the understanding, give us insight. Use me, O Lord. Amen, God. Hide me, Lord, behind. Amen. Your cross, O God. And Lord, use me that I may minister and speak. O God. Hallelujah. In your stead. Amen. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap before you sit down. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Hallel
Hallelujah. First things first. First things first. We read a scripture out of the book of Exodus. It talks about the labor. Of course, any of you that have studied the tabernacle plan, everything that had to do with the service of the tabernacle, the labor and the brazen altar were situated outside of the tabernacle from the entrance that surrounded the tabernacle, the hangings, the wall, the curtains. When they came in to the tabernacle, to the court of the tabernacle, one of the first, amen, items that they seen there that was connected to the tabernacle was the labor that was made of brass and the altar for the burnt sacrifices and also made of brass. So before they could, as soon as they entered and before they could advance even to the tabernacle, these were the first pieces or items that were there that they had to approach. Amen. And so first things first, first things first, amen. They would go to the labor because it was commanded them that before they make any other uh, movement inside there as far as the order of service, the first thing that they had to do was to approach the labor. And the reason why was this, that the Lord commanded them that they had to wash and cleanse themselves before they could do any other thing as far as His commandment was concerned concerning the service of the tabernacle, they were to wash, okay? But I, I want you to, to understand this because, amen, like I said, first things first. And so when they came into uh, the, the place where they approached the, the labor, and here they were, and we, we get a, a little description of it. Of course, there's more details as you read in the book of Exodus and and, and all this, but here, here we see what it was constructed of. Of course, we know we know that it was made of brass. Amen. The labor and the altar were made of brass, but everything inside the temple proper was made of gold, was overlaid with gold. Amen. There's a reason for that. There's a reason why when they approached God, everything that they approached there was brass. You know why? Because God always has to deal with sin in us. That is your first, amen, that is your first experience with God. God has to deal with the sin in our lives. Amen. We cannot advance any further to draw, to draw nigh, nigh unto the Lord. If we want to get close to God, we cannot advance or go any closer to God unless we first Amen. Deal with the sin question in our lives. Amen. And this was this was accomplished via the labor and the altar of uh, burnt sacrifices. But I want you to see something here. The Bible says, and he made the labor of brass and the foot of it of brass of the looking glasses of the women assembling 
assembling, which assemble at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. Somebody might say, what does that mean? This, this is just basic what it means. It was constructed out of the mirrors that all the Israelite women had, or wh whoever, amen, donated a mirror for the labor, they used that mirror to construct, amen, the labor. And amen, it was situated to where it had a bath and it was a, a circular labor and it had a bath where water was poured into. So when you approached it, it was like a basin, but yet a big circular basin. In the middle of that basin was a big column that stood up and, and all that column, guess what? They, they placed all these, amen, looking glasses or mirrors around that column. The reason for that was when you approach the labor to wash your hands, here's the thing. You, you've got, you, you were given the opportunity to look at yourself, amen, to take a real good look at yourself. That's one thing about the Word of God. And I think that's probably why a lot of people sometimes feel the uh, feel uncomfortable when it comes into when we come into the presence of God, because when we open up the Word of God, guess what happens? The Bible says the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and of the spirit and of the joints and the marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. In other words, guess what? The Word of God takes a really good look at us. It can penetrate deep down into our being. And it can even separate us as far as, uh, amen, our soul and our spirit and even our body. Amen. That's how specific the word of God is. Amen. So when we do that, we, when we come into this place, guess what happens? We open up the word and all of a sudden we are approaching God. But here we get an opportunity, all of us, when the Bible is opened up, guess what? We get an opportunity where God says, amen, you approach me. And when you approach me, you know what I want you to do? I want you to look into, amen, the looking glass, amen, that is before you so you can see your yourself as you really are. Hallelujah. Getting, getting a good look at yourself. Praise God. And let me tell you something. Amen. I'm not talking about just trying to admire yourself. I'm talking about what Paul said. Examine yourselves. See whether you be in the faith or not, except ye be reprobates. In other words, God wants us to take a really good look at who we are, amen, when we approach him. You know why? Here's the thing. You and I need God right now. All of us need God right now. We can't do without God. We need God. So we've got to be honest with our evaluation. Are you listening to me? We've got to be honest with our repentance and how sincere we are to, to leave everything that we know isn't right behind. And so we see this. We see this. Here's the thing. When you take a look at yourself in, in that respect and when you, when, when you see yourself as you really are, praise God. That's, all, that's how we ought to see ourselves, as we really are. Let me tell you something. I'm not trying to be funny. We're not as good looking as we think we are. 
Praise God. We can look in that mirror and we might want to brag up on ourselves, but let me tell you something. Be honest about yourself. How we really are is more than just what we see on the surface. It's what's inside. You might be a, praise God, a handsome gentleman. You might be a beautiful lady, but God's not looking at the outward. Amen. You, your outward beauty, he's looking at the inward beauty. He's looking at that which is inside the real you. Praise God. Amen. I remember a scripture verse in the, amen, in the, in the uh, first book of Peter when Peter talked about the hidden man of the heart. Praise God. That's the real you. The hidden man of the heart. Praise God. Sometimes we need to look so deep that we can see the hidden man. Amen. I bet you, I guarantee you this, that some of you right now, that hidden man is crying out to God. It's tired of the what it feels. It's tired of it's, it's where it's at spiritually. The hidden man wants to cry. You know what that is? That's your human spirit. Your human spirit wants to overcome your flesh. So, so we see this. You know, that, that's something about the Word of God. It will go deeper than we understand. It will go deeper than what we can see. And that's why, amen, when, when it was right there in front of them, when they took a, a real good look at themselves. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So one thing I, I, I've determined, I've had the Holy Ghost for, man, 30-some years. This is 19, or 2000, man, I tell you what, 2019, I've had the Holy Ghost 37 years. Woo! I've had the Holy Ghost 37 years. But guess what? Every time I open that Bible, you know what I see? I, I know myself. And I look at myself. And I, I evaluate myself. Not according to what I think or what I want to see. I evaluate myself according to what the, the Word of God, how it reflects. Amen. My reflection. Are you listening to me? How the Word of God reveals my real nature. Amen. After all these years, you know what I determined? After all these years, I still need God. I still want to draw closer to God. I can't live a day without Him in my life. That's what I determined. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. So we see that when we can approach God and we can look into that looking glass. Hallelujah. If we could just come to a place of being honest, having some integrity. Are you listening to me? 
You know what a lot of people don't have right now? Integrity. Amen. Amen. Integrity. And you know what that means? That we will walk the way that God wants us to walk. Are you listening to me? We will be thorough about, uh, amen, our judgment. Are you listening to me? We will be thorough about our honesty, our, the truth that we walk in. Why? Because we have integrity. Amen. Even sometimes if it means swearing to our own hurt, we need to man up and woman up and, and take responsibility. Amen. For our actions. Are you listening to me? For our attitudes. Because that's what the Word of God reveals. When we, uh, amen, come to that place where something happens and guess what? We rise up. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It requires us to be real. It requires us to be real. Praise God. To do everything that we can. Amen. To seek Him. Amen. To, the Bible says, search me and try my heart. And see if there be any wicked way in me. Praise God. And that's what we do. We do what we can to, to do those things that are pleasing in the sight of the Lord. Praise God. We do those things that are pleasing to Him. Amen. Not to, to us. Praise God. You know why? Because we will always fall short of His glory. If we lean and trust in the arm of flesh. That's why we need to look into that looking glass longer. Praise God. Let me tell you something. And I know there's some of you, uh, praise God, that can, you, know, you, you, you get in front of a mirror and, and, you, and you like what you see. And because uh, you like what you see, guess what? You stand in front of it longer. Amen. Looking at yourself, admiring yourself. Uh, amen. Just, just uh, praise God. Just, so, just so uh, caught up in yourself. Amen. So you stay in front of that mirror longer. Just to praise God. Give yourself a little praise and all that. But let me tell you something. Uh, when it comes to the Word of God, uh, we need to stand in front of that mirror longer than we do. Praise God. The mirror in our home. And I think it's kind of difficult for some. Mm -hmm. I always wondered why the Bible says sinners cannot stand in the congregation of the righteous. Huh? Why? As soon as the word of God is open, boom. Mm -hmm. And here we're seeing. Ooh. So because of it, guess what? We kind of we kind of withdraw a little bit. Or we tend not to look too hard. We're not really searching. We're not really searching. You know what the scripture says? Listen to this. Go with me to the book of James. Amen. Somebody quoted the scripture this evening and I said, uh oh. Praise God. But look what it says in the book of James, chapter 1. Amen. Look what it says here. Amen. In this particular scripture verse in James 1, 
And uh, beginning right around uh, verse number 20, 23, it says this. Praise the Lord. Uh, come on. In verse 23, it says, uh, let, let's, let's back up a little bit. Let's go to verse 21. Wherefore, laying apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. Laying apart all what? Filthiness. And superfluity of naughtiness. And receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. Hallelujah. He said, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. In other words, in a mirror. Beholding, amen, his natural face in a mirror, in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. Yep. Let me tell you something. Amen. There shouldn't be any vanity in the church. Amen. 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 Because vanity doesn't have any substance. Amen. It's, it's exactly what it is. It's emptiness. Amen. Amen. That's why he said when a person beholds his natural face in the glass and he walks away from it, amen, you might be like what you see in the natural. Uh -huh. Praise God. But let me, let me, let me, uh, let me tell you something. God doesn't see in the natural. Right. He sees in the spiritual. Yeah. Are you listening to me? If we're satisfied with the natural, praise God. Amen. We're not looking long enough. Because we can only look at what we see. We can behold the vanity. We can walk away and you'll forget what kind of person you are. Are you listening to me? You'll forget you're a mean person. You'll forget you're a deceitful person. You'll forget you're a violent person. Are you listening to me? You'll forget that. Amen. You're a lustful person. So he says, he says, for he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whoso, whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty. Woo! Let me just let me just paraphrase it. Whoso looks into the mirror of God. Right. Amen. Amen. 
whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein. If we look into it, praise God. If we take a real good look. Sometimes we don't like what we see. Huh? Sometimes we don't like what we see. But guess what? At least we can change that. We can we can do something about that. And and, and God will reveal. Once we, once we see our reflection, God will reveal the manner of person we are. Amen. Amen. I, I tell you what. We're not perfect. I know that. Huh? I know we're not perfect. But here's the thing. I'm glad God is working on us. I'm glad he's working on us. I'm glad he's doing a work in us where he's helping us. He's, amen, making Amen. Diamonds out of stone. Amen. Are you listening to me? Amen. And he's doing that. He, amen. So, so he's doing a work in us. And what he's going to do, he's going to refine us. Amen. Amen. And so when we see what, when we look and we see what we don't like, guess what? Don't be, praise God, bothered by, amen, what the word of God reveals to you. Because God is allowing you to see that flaw so you can do something about it. Amen. Here's the thing about the world. I'm going to start preaching now. Amen. The world concentrates. That's right. Come on. That's right. On the outside. Huh? They like to look nice. They like to look handsome. They like to look pretty, beautiful. Praise God. So they like to put the emphasis on the outside. Praise God. That's the world. Amen. That's the way the world wants to be. Let me tell you something about the world. It's shallow. Because let me tell you something. Beauty is more, it, it, it's more, it's more than just what we see on the outside. Beauty is beyond that. It goes deeper. Are you listening to me? It goes deeper. So it's, it's not what we see that we determine, oh, that's a beautiful person. It's what in, what's in our hearts. We're not like the world. Amen. When we say somebody is beautiful, we're not just talking about their outside. We're talking about what's inside. We're talking about the spirit and the attitude that they have. That is true beauty. Yeah. And, and so we see that, but amen, the world likes to concentrate on the outward man. Amen. And God likes to concentrate on the inward man. That's why there's so many vain people in this world. Are you listening to me? That's why there's so many people wrapped up in carnality because they think that is the very thing that, amen, they need to do. Yeah. Amen. Amen. 
Hallelujah. So, by not trying to hurt anybody's feelers, hallelujah, it's not what's on the outside. Are you listening to me? Now, now here's the thing. Here's the thing. I do believe in godliness. I do believe in holiness. But if you have it good on the inside, it will show on the outside. Are you listening to me? Everything about you will line up. Praise God. It will line up. If your heart is right, your mind is right, your body's going to be right. Huh? That's right. That's the truth. That's why the world looks at you apostolic women and you apostolic men. Yes. And, and when you're walking in the, in, the, in the way that you walk, praise God, they look at you and it's like. The world has redefined normal yes. or what is a norm. Huh? Are you listening to me? Yes. They think a tattooed society is the norm. Yes. Huh? Amen. They think all that, the, the makeup and all the, the glitter. Are you listening to me? Yes. All the nakedness is the norm. Yes. It is not the norm. Yes. Are you listening to me? Yes. God created us to be modest people. Yes. He doesn't want us, uh, amen, walking in vanity, our nakedness, our worldliness. Yes. Are you listening to me? Yes. Praise God. He's given us the Holy Ghost. That is the norm. Yes. Scripture says about them doing that which is unseemly. You know what that word means? It means out of order. They're out of order. They're not living according to God's word, so they're out of order. But here's the thing. When the Holy Ghost comes into your life, you know what he's going to do? He's going to put things back in order. Amen. Amen. That's right. Amen. That's why I don't go prancing around in my skibbies. Huh? Spring's coming around the corner. Summer's coming around. Pretty soon you're going to see men and women running in their underwear. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's the world. They think that's normal. Amen. You know, there's times I want to say, hey, stop. Go home and put your clothes on. What you doing running around in your underwear? I guarantee you, not one of you, women or men, will feel comfortable standing here in front of everybody and taking off your clothes and stripping down to your underwear. I guarantee you, maybe some of you might like it, I don't know. But let me tell you something, I guarantee you, you would be uncomfortable with the fact that you're even uncovering yourself. Amen. Amen. And that's the way it ought to be. There ought to be conviction about how much you flesh that you show. Praise God. Amen. And you ought to live, uh, you ought to live holy and be a godly person. But you know what? That's the word, that's what the word of God reveals to us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen to this. I, I, I was thinking about this. It's not that he gave us looking glasses so we can look at ourselves and admire ourselves. We can can just look on the surface. 
What's on the surface isn't eternal. Huh? Here's the thing. Here I go again. The world is full of liars and deceivers. You know why I say that? Because they can make up their outside, but inside they're a different person. They're not being honest. It's just a facade. It's just a facade. Amen. And, and, and they think that, oh, if I can just make myself look beautiful and handsome on the uh, outward, that's going to be it. No, no, no. You know what God's looking for? He's looking for what's, amen, uh, in the inside. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So here we get a good look. We get a good look at who we really are. So look what he says. He said, but whoso, whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer. Now, now, now here, here, let me stop right there, okay? Why is it, why is it, any of you ever asked this question? Why is he talking about looking into the perfect law of liberty? And then he says, why does he say, you're looking, and if you, and if you're not a forgetful hearer. What? He said, you're looking into the perfect law of liberty. You're looking into the, the, the mirror, God's mirror. Huh? Right. And he said, if you're not a forgetful hearer, how do you tie looking into a, a, a mirror and being not a forgetful hearer? How do you make that connection? Is that, is that a good question? You know why? Because when we look into the mirror, what mirror is he talking about? Right. right. That's right. When we look into the perfect law of liberty. Amen. Huh? When we take a really good look at ourselves, it's just like when you walked up to that labor. I remember one time, I can't remember who, whose child it was, but we went up to the hospital in that, and it was uh, McKinnon, I don't know what they call it now, Avera, and, and the child was really sick, and whose child was that, was it, it, was a, was it one of our grandchildren, but remember when we entered into that ward, we had to stop out there, and they had that sink with, I don't know how many kinds of soap we had to and you want know they said, not just your hands up to you up here in your forearms. Scrub out. We have to take that both those soaps, scrub really good, wash it off before we can go in there. <laughs> Why? They didn't want us contaminating. That's right. That's right. They didn't want us going into that ward and contaminating Amen. our grandson. Amen. And it's a good thing we didn't. <laughs> Here's the thing. We had to wash. We have to thoroughly scrub our hands and our arms, our forearms. Huh? We have to use that special kind of uh, soap that they had there to disinfect. Amen? Amen. To clean. And, and, and you know, we, we, we have to do it. And, and there was a person standing there watching me. Huh? 
Here, here we come to the labor. Here we come to the labor. We're going to wash. And we, as we're washing, we can see ourselves. And when we wash, what do we do? Ours are like some of us do. <laughs> huh? Was it a quick dip? Was it a quick glance? Amen. Wow. God wants us to be thorough yes. with our approach to Him. Yes, Guess what? God wants us to be honest yes. in our approach to Him. Yes. God wants us to evaluate. God wants us to wash yes. and be clean. Yes. Amen. Because we're going into His presence. Yes. Amen. 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 We wonder why some of us can't get the Holy Ghost when Amen. we come up here. Are you listening to me? Wonder why it is we can't get the Holy Ghost. Amen. The Word of God is revealing who we are. And amen. It wants to, us to take a really good look at ourselves. But you know what? Amen. The Bible says that the church is going to be washed by the water of the Word. How many of you are letting the Word wash you and cleanse you from your sin? Amen. So when you come up here, you're ready for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Come out. Woo. Amen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I want to make sure that you spend at least the amount of time at that labor that you need to spend Amen. looking at yourselves, washing yourselves. Preparing yourselves to enter into the presence, amen, amen, of the God of glory. Yeah. Hallelujah. We always try to cut corners, don't we? Even Peter, when the Lord got done, when they had the Passover, the Lord got done. He got out his basin and it, the Bible says he girded himself with, with the tall and he began to wash the disciples' feet. He went up to Peter and he told Peter, he said, uh, let me wash your feet. I'm just paraphrasing that. You know what Peter said? Not so, Lord. And you know what Jesus' answer was? If I don't wash you, you have nothing. I have nothing to do with you. Amen. In other words, you've got to be washed. Are you listening to me? You've got to be washed by the word of God. So here was Peter. Lord, not just my hands and my feet, but my head and my whole body. Wash me. You know, that's where the commandment that he gave concerning the labor. He said, make sure that they wash mm -hmm. there. If they don't wash, he said, make sure they wash that they die not. I love you folks. I love you. And I and I would want to, you to know what 
is required of you to approach God. I love you. And, 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 and I will tell you the truth. Praise God. I will tell you the truth. Guess what? We all need to experience the labor. We all need to experience the labor. We all need to experience true repentance. We all need to take a really good look at ourselves. And amen. Make those necessary amen adjustments we need to make in our lives. We all need to be washed in that cleansing amen blood of Jesus Christ. That's what we need to do. We need to make it right with God. Are you listening to me? That's what we need to do. Amen. Please, don't take the word of God lightly. Because we can, we can hear, we can see. We can see. But you know what happens? Like you said, then we forget. <clears throat> Don't be just a hearer only. Amen. Let's read that. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deeds. But what happens if you forget? Well, you can hear. That, that's, that's the problem. Uh, I hope there's not a lot of you that are just hearers only. I hope some of you in here are doers. You hear, and you do. Let me, let me interject something in here. Let me put something in here. You hear, but please don't let that span of time between when you hear and you do be a long time. Because he said, if you're here, you're going to be a doer too. Amen. You know what that tells me? You're going to hear and you're going to say, okay. Huh? Okay. You know what the Bible says in, in the Psalms 119? He said, I have made haste. Amen. I, I, I read your commandments and I made haste to keep them. Huh? I made haste to keep them. In other words, guess what? I, I, I didn't waste time. I just got right down to business. So we see here, when we do this, when we do this, he said, if he be not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deeds. Did you realize this? How many of you, here's the thing. Scripture says in, in the book of, Psalms 23. We're, we're all familiar with this, but listen to this. Listen to what the scripture says in Psalms 23 too. It says, it says, well, I'll, I'll start with verse number one. 
The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Huh? I shall not want. Another version says, I shall not want any other. Huh? I don't want anybody else but the Lord. He's my God. You see, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Now look what he says. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. God will bless you so that you will lie down. Guess what? You know what that means? To lie down in green pastures? Anybody ever watch cattle? Anybody ever watch sheep? When they get their full, you know what they do? They'll fold their legs and they'll lay down. Why? Because they're content. They're, they're full. That's right. Amen. Guess what? God wants you to be full. Yeah, that's right. Amen. He wants you to be full. Amen. He wants you to be fed spiritually. He wants you to enjoy the green pastures. Amen. Amen. The green pastures. Amen. Praise God, because this is where you are. You are fed. He wants you to do that. But look what he says. Amen. He he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Now look what he says. He leadeth me beside the still waters. So when you are in that comfortable state, when you're, when you're blessed of God, He's fed you to the full, you're content. There's nothing wrong with being content spiritually. But let, guess what happens? He leadeth me beside still waters. When you are well fed, when you are fed with the Word, And then you go, you go to the waters to take a drink. Huh? Because we thirst, don't we? So we take a drink, but guess what? When we get to the waters to take a drink, the Bible says, He leadeth me to the still waters. So when when that lamb or that that cow went to the waters to take a drink, guess what? Because the waters were still, they could see their reflection. When you're drinking the Holy Ghost, God will let you see your reflection. Let me tell you something. Let me go a little deeper now. Are you listening to me? God is revealing you what you who you your your appearance, what you your reflection is, and this is the reason why He says, "This why this is why I'm filling you with the Holy Ghost." Because what you see in the water, you need the Holy Ghost to help you to become, a, amen, a better person. Amen. 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 That's right. Because when we're thirsty, guess what happens? We drink, don't we? Amen. So we see that he does this. He does this for, for, amen, our sake. First uh, Corinthians, First Corinthians, excuse me. First Corinthians, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know if that's right. 3.12, I think it is. 
Let me check this out. I might have put an extra extra number in here. No? Oh, 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 oh. Hallelujah. First Corinthians, okay. Okay. No, uh, hold on here. I'll get it. I'll get it. Okay, yeah, First Corinthians 13, verse 12. I was right. 13, yeah, First Corinthians 13, 12. Look what it says. Look what it says. And, and, and it says, it says, for we, in verse number nine, for, for we know in part and we prophesy in part, but that which is, but when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Come to a place of maturity. But he says, for now we see through a glass. We see through a glass. What, what, is he, what is he saying that? He said, we're looking into a mirror. We're looking into a mirror. Now we see through a glass, darkly. Our, what, what, our, our vision is, is, is a little bit obscured. Huh? We can't see too clear. So he says, darkly, but then face to face. We may not understand right now. Right now, we may not fully understand or comprehend what God is doing for us. Huh? Here's the thing. Why does he say darkly? We see through a glass darkly. It's like the image we're seeing is, is, is obscure. We can't really. It's, it's like we don't see all the specific details Amen. as of yet. Amen. That's right. huh? Amen. It, it's amazing. It's amazing. You ever wonder why that is so? You ever wonder why? Because he said, when you look, you, you look through that glass, you're going to see a little bit darkly. You're going to go. can't really make this thing out. You know why it is? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is everybody ready for this? Yeah. If you can see yourself plainly, it's because you're not changing. Wow. Wow. But if the reflection you're seeing is dark, it's because God is still working in your life. He's not done with you yet. Amen. You don't have the specific features. Hallelujah. I think about that song. He's still working on me. Amen. To make me what I have to be. <laughs> Took him just a what? Week to make the moon and the stars. 
the sun and the earth, Jupiter and Mars. Huh? What's the rest of it? How loving and patient he must be. He's still working on me. Praise God. So if you can't make out that reflection, you know what that means? You're still changing. Your appearance hasn't been really locked in yet. But guess what? If you're seeing your reflection, you know what that tells me? You're not changing. Your appearance hasn't changed. Hallelujah. So, so, so we see that. We see that in, in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, in, in verse number 18. And I know this has to be right. Praise God. Amen. But this is what he says in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, in verse number 18. Amen. Uh, it says this. It says this. Uh, uh, but we all with open face beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord. Yeah. Now, now let, me, let me share something here with you. We can see. We, 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 like he said, we all with open face beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord. We're looking in that mirror. And we're seeing the Lord's glory. Amen. Wait, wait, ho, 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 wait, wait a minute. Wait, hold on here. You're looking in that mirror and you're seeing the Lord's glory. Amen. Amen. That's right. Amen. Not yours. Amen. You're seeing his glory, not yours. So he says, our change into the same image from glory to glory. Amen. You know what I said? Amen. That, that's why we see darkly. You know why? We're always changing. Right. We're changing from glory to glory. Yeah. Are you listening to me? Yeah. As by the Spirit of the Lord. Yeah. Amen. Because that's what God wants us to do. I know sometimes it's, you know, his divine nature. All these things that are happening to us right now, I was listening to the testimony service. I was listening to what everybody was saying and what everybody's going through. And, and you know, we look at it as, uh, man, that was, that was really difficult uh, it was really, we, I went through something and I'm going through something right now. I, I know what that's like because we all go through something. We all face some kind of uh, temptation. We all go through some kind of trial. We, we experience tribulation, you name it, affliction. There's all kinds of things we go through right now. And, and you know what? Our, our human reaction is that we don't like experiencing those things. But amen, they're, they're there. Praise God. We, we just can't do anything about it. The only thing we can do about it is this, is to face them. And so we look at it that way and we fail to see this. 
God's allowing this to happen to you for a reason. He's allowing you to go through it for a reason. Huh? And when that happens, guess what we do? Guess what happens to us when, we, when we're in a difficult uh, 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 a place, when we're in that, that spot where it's, it's hard and we're, we're, we're going through certain things. You know what we do? We pray. Yeah. And you know what we do? We get into the Word. Here's the thing. God doesn't just want us looking at our reflection in the hard times. Yeah. He wants us looking at a reflection even when we're not going through something. That's right. Amen. So we can constantly, amen, we can constantly look at ourselves and evaluate ourselves. Amen. Hallelujah. And so he says, he says this. He says, Peter said this. He said, according as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us unto glory and virtue. He's called us unto glory and virtue. If you look up those two words, glory, you know what glory means? It means God's dignity, God's honor. We're called to God's dignity, God's honor. Virtue, you know what that means? Power. That you would be given the power. You would be energized. Amen. Huh? Amen. So, glory and virtue, that's what he says, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature. Having escaped the corruption that having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Hallelujah. So here we see that's the reason why sometimes it's like that. We just Hallelujah. So God's word, God's glass is opened up to us tonight, and we're all looking and we're all seeing. Seeing our reflection, <clears throat> seeing what what we need to do, what you know. In, in the world today, you have all these people that are not that are not satisfied with their looks, mm -hmm. huh? That's right. And so you know what they do? They do a makeover. Mm -hmm. They spend millions of dollars doing all kinds of reductions and, and and you know when they when they try to make themselves look you know more beautiful and all kind all kinds of things like that just to try to make themselves look good on the outside. Huh? But you know what? Bottom line is when they get done they're still not satisfied. I need more work. Amen. Huh? You know what? It's not the outside you need to work on. It's the inside. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And if you work on the inside, you would, and get the inside fixed, you'd find out, hey, guess what? 
you're a beautiful person right. if you allow God to work in your life. Right. Hallelujah. So here we are. Here we are. We're here. We're approaching the labor. Wonder what it was like walking into that that area, the outer court of the tabernacle. When you walk through those curtains that went into the tabernacle proper, you know, because they, they set up the the outer walls. Of course, there were curtains and everything that they hung, and that's what that's what kind of was a barrier between, you know, what was the, the the camp of the Israelites and the tabernacle inside. That was a barrier. So in order to access it, they had to go through the those curtains. And when they came in, I wonder what it was like just walking through the curtains. I wonder what they felt. Oh. I'm, a, I'm a little bit nervous. I'm a little bit nervous. I, I'd be nervous too stepping into the presence of a king. Huh? And, and you see, everything there, all these items, all these objects that represent him. I bet you anything, the curtain caught their eye when they walked in that door. Wow. There's something even about this curtain. I just... And then peeking through, and the first thing they seen, they could see the tabernacle beyond the labor and the, and the altar and... and they, they took a look at the labor because the priest said, first place you have to stop. First things first, labor. Yeah. Here they were. Walking up to it. You have to stop there. You have to wash yourself. You have to look at yourself. I wonder what it was like for them to walk up to that and stick their hands in that that basin of water that was around that column of mirrors and, and here they were washing <clears throat> looking up into that looking glass and taking a real good look at themselves yeah. is everybody listening yeah. how many of you are up to the labor right now how many of you are letting the the word of God wash you. Amen. Huh? Amen. The washing of water by the word. Here you are, you're at that labor and you're you're washing, but you know, at the same time, you're looking in those looking glasses and you're seeing your reflection. You're letting the word of God, amen, give you a real, true reflection of yourself. Amen. Not as you see yourself, but as the word of God sees you. Take a really good look. Because God wants us to leave here to be not just hearers, but doers. Yeah. Doers. That's what God wants you to be. 
what God wants you to do. God wants you to examine yourselves. Examine yourselves. See whether you be in the faith or not. See that Christ be in you except you be reprobates. Except you be worthless. Amen. Saints of God, that's, that's what we need to do. That's what we need to do this evening. Hallelujah. We need to take a really good long look. We need to wash ourselves. We need to be washed by his word. Hallelujah. Let's all stand this evening.
Oh
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Put your hand upon us, Lord. Put your hand upon us. Amen. Hallelujah. God, keep us, Lord. Keep us, Lord, as we begin each day, O oh Lord. We pray. Let your spirit lead us. Let your spirit, O oh God, give us the strength we need. Give us the knowledge, the wisdom, O oh God. Help us, Lord. Lord Jesus, my Isha Kamahai. Lord, that your will can be done, Father. Jesus, Lord. Jesus of Nazareth. You know, God, our needs. You know, Lord. Amen, God. You know, Lord, what we face every day. So I pray, O oh God, help us, O oh Lord, to, amen, lean upon you, God. To let our faith be in you, O oh God, and to draw our strength from you, Lord, from your spirit. Amen. Give us, O oh Lord, the, the victory, O oh God. Amen, Lord, through every situation, Lord, every battle, O oh God. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Jesus. Jesus of God. Thank you for your word, Lord. Thank you for your word, Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus of Nazareth. Lord, we praise you. We worship you, Lord. Give me glory and honor, Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Oh, Yasalulamatiya. Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah.
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. spoken unto you. I have revealed to you, saith the Lord, that which you need to see and understand. Only hear, saith the Lord, and do and obey. Yea, and thou shalt see that I am with thee. Yea, I will undergird thee, saith the Lord, I shall strengthen thee. Yea, and thou shalt walk before me, saith the Lord. Thou shalt know my strength and my power and my love. Only see that which I have revealed unto you, saith the Lord, and know it is I, it is I that am speaking to you, saith the Lord, and it is I that is bringing, that is bringing my word unto you, saith the Lord, that thou shalt know that it is I that leads thee, and I that will give thee strength, saith the Lord. Only hear and do, saith the Lord, and thou shalt be blessed. Thou shalt be blessed of me, saith the Lord. My Ishagunamahai. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. My Ishagunamahai. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. 